All right, here to talk about the World Table Tennis Championship. Please welcome to the show from the Harris County Houston Sports Authority, Janice Burke, and CFO of the International Table Tennis Federation, Michael Brown. Thank you. Great to be here. Thank you for joining the show this morning. So now, when we think of championship sports, table tennis doesn't necessarily crack the top 10, but it plays such a vital role in the culture. And I want to begin the conversation with the 50th anniversary of ping pong diplomacy. Full disclosure, I am a total history nerd, so I know where this is going. But for those who don't like history, let's start there. Yes, and and, and it's funny because we have a lot of young people in our office that really had heard of ping pong diplomacy but didn't understand the meaning of it. And so this has been a great opportunity to kind of uh, retell that story. Um, and, And we use ping pong diplomacy in our message when we went to bid. So let's go back to the beginning. The United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee called and said, Janice, would you bid for this? We think Houston is this majorly diverse city. You have an opportunity of any city. It's never been held in the United States. Would you bid for it? We said, okay, let's take a look at the dates. Let's take a look at this. And as we started to um, look at our chances, because there's uh, every country gets a vote, um, every every federation that comes gets a vote, we started to say, well, what could we do to make, ensure that we would win and that the United States for the first time could host this? And so we paired up with China. We called them and we said, Let's, what if we hosted a reception together? And what if uh, we have a common person that we both know, Yao Ming? What if Yao Ming endorsed both of us because he loves Houston too? And what if we brought uh, the grandson of President Nixon, who was the president at the time of ping pong diplomacy? And we did this great reception and we could, you could invite um, your players, we can invite our players. And so we did. And truly through that, honestly, a, a, a real friendship happened. And when we were after presenting and we were voted in, we were all high-fiving and hugging each other, genuinely happy because the United States and Houston, Texas won for, t- for 21 and China won for 22. We both got the years we were bidding for. And that made news all over China that our two countries really came together and were um, in each other's corner. And it really started and stemmed around ping pong diplomacy. I just want to know what it looks like when Yao Ming plays ping pong. That's <laughs> got to be something. I mean, he's smashing that ball. It's probably got to go like across the auditorium or something. Yeah, and we, we, you know, it's funny because a lot of the Rockets players do play. They used to have a ping pong table. I don't know if they still do. I haven't been back in their locker room in a while, but um, they redid it a couple years ago when Tillman took over. But they always played ping pong, and so it was kind of this fun thing that the Rockets players play. Yeah, Michael, I want to bring you into the conversation because, you know, we do have the World Table Tennis Championships coming to Houston for the first time in the United States ever. Starting November 23rd, it runs through the 29th. Michael, first and foremost, how long have you been? playing ping pong and have you played professionally are you a championship uh, alum i've got questions <laughs> no no very, very good set of questions um my background in table tennis goes back to when i was eight or nine years old um so a while ago now and where table tennis i'm originally from australia you might have picked up from the accent or maybe not um but table tennis in australia is a little bit like usa where it's not the most prominent sport it's not the biggest sport it's not the most um well received or well spectated compared to parts of especially in Asia and also parts of Europe as well but um, what I kind of joke about now is um, I played table tennis for about 15 years within Australia and got to a 
a good level of table tennis in Australia, but unfortunately, when you look at an international level, that's not such a good level, um, not such a good standard, but had played um, about, yeah, 15 years or so in Australia and have now been working within the International Federation for about 10 years. So kind of did a transition of playing the sport to now working professionally within the sport, which was a good career trajectory, but then also put in the studies I was doing to the side. So not a not a world champion, didn't play a world championships, but did play some international table tennis events in my past. Um, so there is a there is a connection there, but I think it's more the let's say the business acumen I bring is more the reason why I work in this. And obviously having table tennis as a, a pastime or a passion obviously makes the work even more exciting. Yeah, well, and you're a former athlete of ping pong. And if you see some of these videos, the these guys and gals are really going at it with it, it looks it looks robotic. It doesn't look human. It is amazing when you see how fast their arms arms are going. So I got to ask, like, what what is something that they train for to make the? To, how are they training with the hand eye coordination? Is there strength? Is it more speed? Is it more aerobic? Is it is it kind of a mixture of both? No, no, good good questions as well. And I think it's a, a common saying, sort of within the table tennis circles, is table tennis is like playing chess and doing a hundred meter sprint at the same time. So you're playing very fast, but it's very tactical. It's very hand-eye coordination. Um, there's a lot of spin on the ball. There's a lot of reflexes. Um, there's a number of different anecdotes around how it's like trying to return a, a 200 or 150 mile an hour tennis serve in the space of a blink of the eye. And there's so many comparisns, but what will be exciting coming to the, the George R. Brown Center will be the world's best players and a chance for people throughout Houston to, to witness live um, the best players in the world. So we have Olympic champions coming. We have former world champions. We have um, the best players from around the world, including the best players from the US as well. So it'll be very exciting to have the chance to witness the best players live in person and be able to see those amazing skills they bring because at the end of the day, they are professional athletes. It's not just a recreational hobby or a sport. It's, it is truly professional, um, especially when you start getting into the top top athletes around the world. It's as US, you know, citizens, we don't really understand how big it is. When I went to a tournament overseas, it's like 20,000 screaming fans. It's like our Toyota Center full of uh, screaming fans watching table tennis. It's really interesting. What do our listeners who are checking out the segment right now and they're like, you know what, I'm in. I want to go and see you all, uh, see what this is about on the 23rd to the 29th at the GRB. What do they need to know before they make those reservations to uh, check them out? Thursday, Thanksgiving Day is Kids Day. So all kids 16 and under are free. If you want to see a USA players, you probably need to come on the earlier days because we still, um, compared to the Asian and some of the other European markets, um, probably aren't going to make it all the way to the finals, mm. right? Michael, you, you know more than I do, but um, I'd say come early if you want to see USA players that are still very good, but we're not quite caught up. Yeah, no, I would say there's there's a couple great um, young USA players that they're a good chance of probably making the the round of 16 um, would be a very good result for them. If they go beyond that would be an amazing result. Um, I think it was a couple years ago or four years ago, one of the American women's doubles pairs made it to a quarterfinal. So there has been some good results in the past. However, the let's say the odds on favorites are primarily coming from Asia or from Europe. Um, however, there will be some good matches from the USA, but keeping in mind um, all the best players play every day of the championship. So there's sort of round one is on the first day, round two on the second day, round three on the third day. So no matter which day you come, you'll start to see the, the world's best players even from day one. Again, that's going to happen November 23rd through the 29th over at the George R. Brown Convention Center. We're going to give you two different websites, uh, houstonsports.org. And if you want to check out the 
International Table Tennis Federation. It is ITTF.com. Talking to Michael Brown and Janice Burke. Thank you both so much for coming by the show today. Thanks for having us, Freddie. Really appreciate it. Stream your favorite music, shows, and podcasts with the KRBE app. Download the app now. Or binge listen with your smart speaker. Now playing hit music. KRBE.